Hello, travelers. Please have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Thari. Hunter Royal as the cobalt brawler with a chip on his shoulder, Egris Stonehide. Jason Hobbs as the old veteran, Rovarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. And Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Sitfoot. Hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war. Hi, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint the Rye. Hi, I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth. Hello, I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Soupfoot. And I am Hunter, playing Igris. Now, when we left off, you guys had taken on your new job, and you had also just arrived in Phales on your way to Castle Gulric. And Igris has a little bit of a crush on your contact in Phalus, Pela, because she's a boss. Yeah. She's a boss bitch. She definitely has that aura about her. Now, you guys had just arrived at the Pretty Pegasus, which is one of the nastier, more bar-fighty bars in the city. That was the Pretty Unicorn. Shh, you're right. <laughs> and it's neither pretty or a unicorn. It is neither of those things. I feel oh, so cute. A guy got thrown through the window. Yes, a guy got thrown through the window. He's gonna have to pay for it. Um, I really hope we go inside and there's gonna be like big burly guys drinking like really fruity drinks out of like really fancy glasses. Well, it is now. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's like the best mental image. I just imagine like this. You know what like, it is? Uh, it's a gay bar. Couch. I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board. Hmm. Time to hide in the room and not come out. But what so it means? No. What it means is that the music here is fucking amazing. Plus, you know the drinks are going to be on point. Oh my god, they're so good. And Pela is there drinking at the bar. She has a, a stool, like kind of like a booster seat, because all this, everything in here is sized for humans. Hmm. And she sees you guys come in, and she goes, uh, "Boz, these are the guys." And he sees you and goes, "Ah, welcome to the pretty unicorn. Here's your room key." And he puts a key on the desk and goes, "Breakfast is at dawn." That's it. Oh, yeah. Through that door is the outhouse. I want your prettiest, most alcoholic drink. Done. And he starts making something. Eat as the price, man? I don't, I think, he's, I don't think he's concerned with price. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. He's only concerned with drink, which I think... Goes for some of the people in this establishment, personally. Look, I am getting a tiny umbrella, even if I have to wash dishes to pay for it. Pela turns towards you guys and goes, Make sure that you're prepared when you get out there. Rumor is that some goblinoids are moving through the forest. They've probably taken up residence. 
Bleh. Goblins. Almost as bad as dwarves. Well, if if this were a TV show, it would suddenly cut over and there would be a dwarf sitting at one of the tables who just kind of shrugs in this, like, what the fuck, man? And then goes back to his drink. <laughs> but none of you guys notice. Is anybody else getting a drink, or are you guys going straight up to your room? Um, I'm straight up. I'm not staying down here. I'll be at the bar. All right. One uh, drink wouldn't hurt. He, Igris, he hands you this drink that it is yellow at the bottom, orange in the middle, and red on top. And it has a little umbrella, and it also has salt around the rim. And he said, I call this a tropical sunrise. Oh, 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 I'm going to enjoy this. You want to start a tab? Uh, how much does this cost first? Five silver. Mm, uh, let's just pay as I go. Very well. So I'll hand over the, the silver. Yeah. He, he looks over at uh, Rovarth and goes, What are you drinking, buddy? Just one of your plain, strong ales. Alright. He goes ahead and gets you a glass. Yes, yes, I'm bored. I get it. And for you? I will also have just an ale, good sir. Mm. Do you uh, want a booster? That would be most appreciated, yes. Alright. So he puts the ale down in front of you, and then he walks around to put basically an extra stool seat on top of the stool seat. Thank you very much. No problem. It's uh, three copper. Put the money on the table. Pass it towards him. Indeed, he is paid. So, Flint, you go up to the room, because you were only given one key. And it is a room that has two beds and a single nightstand. I'm just going to get in one of the beds. The others can figure it out when they get here. No problem. All right. Are you guys doing anything else? I'm I'm not going to take up the whole side of the bed. I'll just take half. Yeah. I mean, once I have my one drink, I'm going to go up to the room. All right. Do you drink it quickly? Do you kind of hang around? I take my time with it. All right. The atmosphere in here is actually pretty jovial. It's definitely violent. It's the kind of place that, in this part of town, that's just what the place is going to be. For the most part, everybody just seems to be having a good time. Music and stuff playing and everything? Yeah, there's some musicians up on a stage. There is fencing around the stage, though, presumably to keep people from hitting them with bottles or or glasses. <laughs> Makes sense. If Rupert's performing is doing quite well, I might stay down a bit longer. Well, let's find out how they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they're doing pretty well. All right. Are you all only having the one drink? No, if I'm staying down longer, I am going to get me a second drink. Okay. Uh, Just, you know, mark on your character sheet. Yes, I will. I'm just... 
yeah, I'm basically going to be nursing my drink for like 30, maybe 45 minutes, so then I'm heading up. All right. So that's six copper total, right? Yes. Because all I have marked down in my uh, money is gold, so what would that, so would I take uh, out? One gold piece is 100 Mm. copper pieces. Okay. So basically you're handing him a $100 bill. Okay. Oh my god. Was Igris going to have more than one drink? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll order probably two more of those and then I'll call it a night. Alright. Well, eventually, you all, well, we'll start with Rovarth. You get up to the room, it is unlocked. However, Flint has already gone to sleep in one of the only two beds. Mm-hmm. What shall you do? I'm just gonna uh, just gonna undo my bedroll and sleep on the floor. All right, Roscoe, you would be next up to the room. So uh, Rovarth is sleeping on his bedroll on the floor. Uh, Flint is in one of the beds. He seems to have moved over to give room if someone else wants to sleep there. But the other bed is free. Well. The early bird does get the worm, as they do say. I take I take the open bed. All right. I just imagine Igris come up now next. Well, just like, actually, okay, Igris by this point needs to go ahead and make me a uh, Constitution saving throw. Oh boy! Woo! Alcohol. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I don't know why. Really? No. <laughs> because alcohol. <laughs> It's, it's gonna just, hit you. It's just chasing going. You drank a little too much of yes. juice. Alcohol. Uh, oh boy. Will Hunter lose against booze? He does. Oh, well, it's okay because X gonna give it to me. That's true. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not drunk, drunk, but you're pretty drunk. I'm not like you know, climb up and like vomit and piss on myself as soon as I get into bed and drunk. No, you're just like <laughs> feeling fuzzy. You know, you're feeling warm. Okay, I'm going to go hit the outhouse before I go to bed, and then I'll go up to the room, and once I see what's going on, uh, Igus is going to look back and forth, and then go and climb in bed with the tiefling, because that's probably going to be warmer. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no argument against this. This is sound. Let me, uh, Spoon. All right. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, fair. Flint, uh, you're the first one to wake up, and Igris is spooning you. He's the big spoon. <laughs> this is uh, hmm. I uh, very carefully try to get out of bed because I'm not waking that dragon. <laughs> uh, all right, make, make a uh, make a stealth roll for me. Let's see how how easily you uh, make this happen. Oh yeah, no, you're fine. You uh, managed to get out of the bed without waking him up at all. You can say that it's not quite dawn, but you're getting there. Okay, I'm going to, you know, hit the outhouse and get back up here and just, like, get my bag together. Like, all all my stuff together. Are you going to do that uh, quietly or just... 
I mean, I'm gonna try to do it quietly. Like, I'm just, I'm not gonna be a dick and try to wake everyone up. Okay, make another stealth roll people. real quick. Okay, please be good. Oh, hey, seventeen. Yeah, no, you're fine. Rovarth, you would be next to wake up. When you get up, Flint is already awake, and he seems to be kind of gathering his things for the day. Flint, I assume that you've changed into your leather armor. Yeah. I'm going yeah, we're to gonna... uh, basically get my things together for the journey ahead. Are you trying to do it quietly? Or do you just not give a um, shit if you wake them up? I will try and do it quietly, but <laughs> this is not a thing I'm good at, so... Oh, I'm not the worst at it. Uh, let's see. Oh, is there a way to turn off the whisper question? Because it I, keeps on I, slowing me down. Just, no, just let it happen. Okay. I, I have it set that way in case you guys want say something to me. Uh, I appreciate yeah, it, I honestly. Uh, otherwise, you have to learn the keyboard shortcut. Mm-hmm. Bah, uh, learning. Yes. So, I'm not quiet. Yes, Rovarth, <laughs> with an 8 stealth, you try but you accidentally pick your bag up by the bottom and drop everything mm. in your bag mm. onto the floor. So, Roscoe and mm. Igris, you are woken up by this sudden clatter. Yeah. <coughs> Igris, you're not really hungover, you know? You, you, you need some water and some breakfast, but you're alright. Well... The impromptu yeah, alarm might well be. Nah. Get an early start to the day. Yes, yes, good, good. Ah, nah. mm, tell me there eggs. Oh, I mean, we will find out there's eggs. Mm. Ah, my bad. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. Getting up early is probably for the best anyway. Next time, try shouting. It's a little quieter. I could do that if you want. I'll do anything you want. Oh boy, I hope I'm not awake for that. I hope I'm not asleep for that next time. Either way, it is not good. Anyway, I will get properly dressed in my proper attire, in my proper hat. Alright. I assume you all get battle ready. Yep. Alright. And give me some breakfast before I shop. Uh, yeah, the food is uh, greasy. You know, it's uh, mostly I'm not shocked. High, high in fat food. Um, it is uh, venison and eggs. Mm. I will pay for double portions. All right, uh, it's like a copper. <laughs> Wee! Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I should. You have a, you have a heart. I'm sure I should have looked up what the actual cost of that kind of thing would be, but I don't care. Uh, you have a hearty appetite, good sir. All in. What? Anyway, was that it? <laughs> so, your horses think- and wagon are already ready. Very is, good. This is where you were going to be picking them up, and the bartender kind of lets you guys know that Betton is already paying, has already paid for it. 
And, well, really, he's renting the horse and wagon, so uh, if you get the horses killed or steal the wagon, he just has to pay for it. Understood. That's fair. Let's see. You guys needed some cold weather gear? Yes. Yes. I don't like the cold. And the cold does not like me. Let's see. I, I am basically going to like wrapped up in cold weather gear until I look like one of those toddlers in cartoons. So you're just in the wall. It aggravates my arthritis. That's, oh yeah, we we should let people know that uh, Rovarth is. Oh yeah, my character's old. Um, Which that's right. Born only lived to be like eighty, so like that's he's old. Yeah, Dragonborn have the same lifespan as humans. Which is great, because everybody else is uh, literally, like, in their 20s. So you're just hanging out with yeah. a bunch of, like, college students. This, this is literally my character's literally retirement. 24. Igris is, like, 35 or something, but he's but that's, like, 20 in Cobalt. Yeah, terms I mean, anyways. Kobolds live to an average of 150. Jerry, vamp! Vamp for me. Vamp! Do, 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 do. I imagine that I have, like, you know, you know those, you know those things that, like, that, um, uh, rich women in the 20s would, like, have that they would, like, slip their arms into to keep their hands warm? Uh, a muff. Um,. Yeah, um, I probably got like one of those on my tail, <laughs> like a leg warmer you but for your tail. your tail. You just child child proofed your tail. Look, that is a lot of surface area to lose heat through. Okay, that's true. Huh? Oh my God, that's not a bad idea. Especially since like I can't wear pants like the yeah you know, the rest of you oh. because my my hips aren't built the same way. You can, which is a shame. You know, that's like, quitters talk, man. You just got look, so Robarth and, and Flint can like you know just like low water them, all right. But you know mine like literally comes down you know between the legs, not at the base of the spine. So like I just like pants don't fit on me right. Well, and I have to get them specially tailored. Yeah, you have to get them specially money. made. So I'm like, so nah, uh, nah, man. From what just, I can tell... Just learn to sew and do it yourself. There's no actual cold weather gear in the book unless you added one. I did not. So I, it, I it should just it be... Nope. Yeah, it just, I would just make it... Like, um, point. there's like armor for like cold resistance. But that's not yeah. what we're... That's, yeah, that's, that's not what we're looking for. Uh, I would it, just do like more expensive traveler's clothes. How expensive are the traveler's clothes? Yeah. Let's see. Traveler's clothes. Let's see. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, nothing. Nothing helpful. Aw. <laughs> Episode two. Find out how much cold gear costs. <laughs> exactly. This is this is what people tune in for. This is this is the quality of material trip. you're gonna get. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know how the economy of this small city in the northern area of this kingdom works. Oh yeah, that's what I live for. 
Jesus. I, I just imagine this. I just imagine this trying to role play as we walk into the shops. How much does your cold gear cost? I don't know. Uh, um, I just started well, working here yesterday. That you speak of. So I would say that uh, your cold weather gear will be three gold pieces. Okay. Okay. Then All we... right. Okay. It is paid. Thank you, good sir. All right. Anything else you wanted to accomplish in the city? Yeah, cold weather Uh, outfit and cat finder is eight gold pieces. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, good thing this ain't Pathfinder. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in full agreement with what you just said. Very much so. Because I was just, like, looking it up to see if, like, we get, like, some kind of context to, like, what it used to be, but... Jesus. But I personally have nothing else I need to do. I just want to get on to finding history. Uh, have you guys noticed a change in map? Or rather... A I have. The whole thing went black. I yes. have? That yeah, it's is, gotten black. Yes. Uh, that is because I don't currently... Okay, thank God, that was you. I thought I hit something. No. Uh... I, I just moved us over to potentially a different map. If there He's changing a... the scene. Yes. So, the journey from Feles to Gulric is going to take about five days. Okay. Um, so, real quick. Let's uh, make some quick random rolls here. All right. Uh, for two days, it's pretty uneventful. Um, by this point, you guys have moved beyond the last homestead, and at which point the road becomes very quickly uh, poorly maintained. Hmm. Indeed. Indeed. You're poorly maintained. That's hurtful. Hmm. Oh boy, I don't want to. Indeed. <laughs> We have a sp- we have a spare wheel in this wagon, right? Like in case something breaks. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys are fine. Um, We're not going to make the classic. Anyone know? Anyone here know how to change a change a wagon wheel? Yes. Okay, good. Sweet. I learned it while I, I was being bombarded by a tiefling uh, outpost. <laughs> like I also I mean, I've got like, smiths. If, if there's any like like metal parts, I can fix them. I've got smiths tools. Alright, so about two days into your journey, um, you can see it's not quite heavily wooded here yet. Um, There is still a lot of snow. Um, You can can see patches of grass, but it's mostly snow. Now, you can see this town off the road. It doesn't have a path leading to it. And it's maybe about half a mile away. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty flat here, so it's pretty easy to see the buildings. But, from that direction, you can see someone is barreling towards you guys. As it gets closer, you can see that it is a gnome, or a halfling, maybe. It is in uh, full plate armor. Uh, riding on a sentry drake that is also in full plate armor. And he has a banner, which you guys can make religion or history checks to see if you recognize it. 
Well, I have this ski story. They're both the same, so let's just stick to history. Ugh. Man, for someone who's a historian, I can't roll good in history. I mean, you've done Don't know much well. about history. What about that? Uh, to be fair, to, to be fair, has, to be fair, to say something I'm not interested lot knowledge. So the only one that recognizes his uh, heraldry is Flint, and you recognize that as the Jade Protectorate, which is a band of paladins, druids, rangers, but they're kind of like protect the natural world kind of thing. It's a little weird to see him out here. They usually kind of are in specific places. So they're sort of like park rangers, almost? Like violent uh, park like rangers, just... but yeah. Oh, so they're like... Oh, yeah, I I, I know what you're, what you're talking about. Like... Well, look, if you had to deal with Yogi Bear all day long, you'd be pretty violent, too. That's fair. However, when he gets real close to you guys, he stops his steed, and he lifts up the visor on his helmet, and it's clearly a gnome. And he goes, Ho, travelers! Be ye strong of arm and pure of heart? Yes, yeah. yeah, what you said. I would say so. Good evening, sir. So. I like to think I am those things. Then I am in need of ye help. He, he's speaking really? in old common, but he's doing it very badly. Uh, is there a reason you're speaking like this? Tis the speech of knights, good sir. You can see yes. that his, his uh, sentry drake rolls its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to converse in draconic with the steed. <laughs> Let me check something real quick. Aren't they intelligent? Yes, yes. I no, see the... They can understand... Well, actually, make a nature check. Because you know what a sentry drake is. <laughs> you know that they can understand speech, but you've never known them to be able to talk. Eh, I'm still going to talk to him. Does he always speak like this? Blink. It, Blink it, twice for yes, once for no. It looks over I at you and common. just kind of nods its head. Uh, and are you often tempted to eat him? It actually looks a little offended by that. <laughs> but the knight says, uh, My name is Galvern Oakenheart, and this is my trusty steed, Grenald. Well, good good evening, Mr. Oakenheart. I am Roscoe Suitfoot. These are my companions. How may we assist you? Verily, the town forsooth has been plagued by a beast most foul. I fear I have not the strength of my own to find and defeat the creature, and most desperately ask ye for assistance. Um, exactly... When you say beast, what is it? I have not seen it myself, but I have seen its works. Then how do you know you are not strong enough to defeat it? Well, because it has petrified an entire town. Wait, did you say one at a time? Uh, or, I mean, uh, verily, one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good luck with that. Uh, 
You see, we are we are already employed on the task out here. Um, Wait, are you saying the entire that entire town you just came from is turned to stone? It it's it would be much um, easier to show ye. Look, uh, if, 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 if it comes down to this, look, no one here is going to judge you. Just, just talk normal. Uh, it, whatever do you mean? Uh, you don't need to use the fancy speech with us. We are not going to judge you. We won't tell anyone that you didn't use the quote-unquote language of knights. It will be easier for all involved. Breaking the rules. I'm I, it, so you, you swore on your paladin's oath that you would talk like a moron. Well, uh, hey. I'm gonna laugh at that one. No, 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 no need to hurt the good man's feelings. If he, even if he does talk rather silly. Uh, uh, Artst thou coming or not? Hey, right, let's go. I'm Is curious. there going to be made? We're going to fray a town, man. Of course there's going to be corn to be made. Let's go. Uh, we are already on a important mission of our own, so there must be some kind of compensation to make me want to uh, deviate from said path. Surely Besides, there is all significant risk. And slaying no. a beast. No, no, you have misjudged me on that count, my good friend. I have already signed a contract. I kind of want to help the people, mainly just so I can figure out what the heck happened. I am so curious, like, my tail is flicking. I'm probably almost hitting someone in the face with it by accident. Please calm your tail down. Oh, sorry. I just kind of grab it and, like, just... Calm a giant tail. Thank you, good sir. Uh, I I can't believe I'm saying this. It is... Perhaps uh, we fine, let's at least go see what kind of trouble this town is in. At the very... yes. Alright. Uh, he leads you into the town. Um, it's a very small village. However, you guys can see that there's about 100 people. Uh, they seem mostly humans and children. Um, but they are stone. Ooh. Uh, this would be great if they, like he, this this knight had just been really annoying the town, and they like made a very elaborate and expensive prank. Um, could let me get a closer look at the stone people. Okay. Um, just take an investigation. Investigation. Cool. Give me one second. Do, 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 do. Investigation music. Do 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 do. do. That is a good roll. Um, so, with that investigation roll, um, it's a weird town. Um, everything's kind of crudely made. The buildings, uh, you go inside and you can see the, the doors don't have latches. Um, and everything's... Uh, 
just not made very well. Uh, even the... Make a arcana check for me real quick to see what you know about petrification. Absolutely. I have that. I'm, spe- I'm specialized in that. Not that specialized, but... <laughs> um, I mean, if you want a second opinion, like, uh, I can help. Well, I just kind of called from the from the wagon, like, uh, Roscoe, if you need help, I can help. I I volunteer. If you know any, if you think you might know anything about petrification, by all means, good sir. Okay, I'm gonna try. What would that be, Arcana? Yep. Okay. Oh no! Why? I, I will try. Heck? Flint, you don't know jack about Arcana. Wait. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Uh. <laughs> I'm so, I am the. I'm just like so sad now. Like I need to study this. Like this is making me angry. I need uh, to study. Rovart, you know that because um, you kind of start wa- walking around and you're looking at him too. Um, you know that when people are petrified, it's usually in action. Like in an attack or running away or do it, they're not usually just or like a mask of fear. Yeah, they're not usually just standing there. But the thing too is that they are when someone is petrified, they are perfectly petrified, mm-hmm. uh, every detail, and that's not true of these uh, people. Interesting. Um, Holy shit! Did I call it just an elaborate prank? <laughs> What's sort of trick is this gnome? What What now? These people, I do not believe they were petrified. Well, how you see, when people are petrified, they're frozen perfectly. These are but crude statues. I poke one. Alright. I mean, it seems stone. Yeah, just... You might as well just see... Okay, with that revelation, I'm going to go into one of the houses and start looking for, like, foodstuffs. Alright. Can I go investigate one of the houses, too? Yes. Okay. Um, This town is is rather crudely made. What is Flint looking for? Uh, Anything valuable, honestly. Like, valuables. Stuff people wouldn't usually want to leave if they're going to pack up and go. Alright. Uh, Try to see what happens. Then both of you make uh, perception checks. Um, are Rovarth and Roscoe going to be looking around? <laughs> I am going oh, to be so making bad. sure that the gnome. Walk everybody! Away. I found a rock. <laughs> uh, you did better than me. Igris I found a house. Igris <laughs> with your uh, ten perception. <laughs> You don't find any food, but you don't know if that's because there was never food, or if they just didn't have any. Um, and with a three perception, Flint, you you don't find shit. She finds a rock. Yeah, you find a rock. It's um, not a rock. I'm gonna throw it someone later. Um, I'm not at you guys. Uh, Roscoe, with your earlier investigation, because you're still kind of looking around. Um, mm-hmm. You do find 
large clawed footprints leading away from the village, further into the forest. Large claw footprints. Yep. Um, good sirs, good sirs, you might want to come over here and look at this. Yeah. And I'll go and take a look. I, uh, I kind of, like, sprint slash run over. Alright. Nah, I'll walk. Carrying a rock. Rovarth, I'm has, very... but Rovarth has to walk. He's got a bad knee. <laughs> I just imagine Rovarth is closer, then Flynn just kind of overtakes him. Yep. So, I, ha- I have discovered these footprints clawed. Uh, you all can make either... Should crinkle that into the microphone. Uh, either a Arcana or Nature check. I will be going with good old Arcana. Good old Arcana. They are footprints. <laughs> uh, Rovarth, you with a ten, you're not. I don't know, man. Yeah, There's no, so I'm many sure. different things that can petrify stuff. Um, Flint and Roscoe, however, you guys are positive that uh, the only things big and powerful enough to petrify an entire town that would also have big clawed footprints would be an onyx dragon. I look at my Flint. Onyx? You think an onyx dragon? Yeah. Mm. Now, what you Uh also know is that... now, Now that they've said onyx dragon... Uh, Rovarth and Igris, you guys can make uh, Arcana or Nature checks if you like. Oh, no. Rovarth, buddy. <laughs> I know. Uh, so um, you two know one. what? Yeah. Well, you you two know <laughs> what Onyx dragons are? Um, they are gemstone dragons. Uh, they are real, even by dragon standards, they're big. Um, now, Flint and Roscoe, you guys know that uh, it. Onyx dragons have a petrifying breath, um, but they're not normally aggressive. Like, they, they just don't mess with people that much. And. Roscoe, with your investigation role, it doesn't look like there's been a struggle. So it either caught everybody by surprise, or there's something else going on here. Alright. I go over tonight. Good, sir. Uh, can I go look, investigate one of the buildings again, looking specifically to see if, like, you know, anything's been disturbed, if, like, uh, you know, meals are still kind of set out? Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Galvarin goes, uh, uh, yes, my good sir. Good sir, I need to ask very politely, and I need you to be perfectly honest with me. Have you told me everything? About what? Well, I've been looking at, I'm looking at the claws over there, and this is an onyx dragon. Ah. Onyx dragons. He seems genuinely surprised. I mean, happy, but surprised. You are happy that is an onyx dragon. Of course. A worthy foe. Yes. The reason I'm asking to make sure I know perfectly everything is onyx dragons aren't usually aggressive. And I, looking around here, it doesn't seem like there was a struggle or a fight. So I'm trying to figure out what exactly happened. 
That, my good sir, I cannot answer. So you came across this town, then? Yes. Already like this? Yes. All right. My noble order sent me out into the world to rid it of evil. I if, I don't see a sense... I don't think there's a sense motive. Is there ins, can insight yes. make me just make sure he's telling the truth? Yep. Cool. Also, he's getting really irritating. <laughs> Well, he's telling the truth. <laughs> with, with a seven um, insight, you believe that he is telling you the truth. With a twenty investigation, yes. Flint, uh, you find that uh, there's. It, it's like these houses are for show. There, there's no evidence that anyone has ever lived in this house. I mean, there's stuff, but it's just like generic stuff. So they're just like, you know, a generic, there's just like, you know, generic cabinets, a generic table with like two chairs, like, a, you know, a showroom house. Yeah. Essentially. Like, yeah, essentially. We just stumbled onto the dragon's like miniature model site. All right. This is, this is okay. clearly something that he does in his, in his spare time, like just as a hobby. Well, it seems kind of like you'd like, uh, have I, to find the dragon to find out. Uh, okay, I'm gonna walk out until everyone, like, uh, guys, these houses are weird. It's, it's like they're for, it's like they're just, you know, kind of like, you know how, you, how houses are set up when they're on the, you kind of sell them, like, you know, like, there's stuff in there, but you, you're pretty sure it's just like, you know, a glorified dollhouse. So, so what you're saying is, you believe this is a fake town? Uh, either we're being set up, or there's some, or like, I'm pretty sure we're being set up. Uh, like, this is just, like, give me shivers. Galvarin, you know, draws his, uh, long sword and points it up into the air and goes, Ah! Oh, I knew it. A mystery afoot! And he just charges off a little bit, and then kind of circles back around and goes, I don't know where to go. I mean, I guess you could follow the footprints and ask the dragon. Does anyone have survival? Uh, uh I do. Hold on, hold on. Nope. We don't necessarily. I hope someone does. <laughs> well, I have a minus one to my wisdom, so. Oh, no, I do not. No, I chose stealth instead. I know that was a skill choice for fighters, but I guess I didn't take it. Okay. Well, let's see. See what Galvern has. No, he does not. Uh, well, does anyone want to take a crack at it? I'll, I'll try. No. Good, old, <laughs> good old art of trying. I good old art of failing. <laughs> I lose the tracks as soon as we get out of town. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Igoriz and Roscoe well, are like, yeah, we know where we're going, and then you get outside of the town, and you're like, I don't, I don't, where did these go? Sirs, I will freely admit, I don't know where we're going. Oh, hey! And then between Rovarth and Flint, you guys managed to follow the trail. Uh, Flint, you have such weird specialized knowledge right now, it's so weird. Um, I just, I, I just say as I speak lucky. to my own character. So Well done, Flint. The footprints actually lead you to what looks like a massive badger hole. 
What? So, uh, Flint and Roscoe, because you made got so high on your checks before, you know that Onyx Dragons prefer to lair underground? They usually live in the mountains, though, and you're a good 600 miles away from a mountain. This is all rather odd. Onyx Dragons are mountain dwellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I get the whole feeling that town is a setup, man. I, I say that, uh, Galvarin, that that's his name, yeah. right? I'm saying that Galvern. right? Galvarin, like, I just, I don't, like, that whole town just seems suspicious. Like, I don't think it's real. My, my sentiment's the same. Uh, Sir Galvarin, do you speak the draconic tongue? Oh, no, I'm not quite so lucky. Uh, good, then leave any negotiations to myself and the dragonborn. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go up to the, the hole and shout into it, um, a very polite greeting and ask if anyone's home in Draconic. Alright. After a moment, someone, a voice responds in Draconic. Oh, yes, of course, one moment. And eventually, a young onyx dragon comes out of it. Well, you assume young because it's not as big as a house, but it's about the size... It's, like, as tall as a Clydesdale, but built as if you took, like, four Clydesdales and put them together. Oh. Onyx dragons don't have wings, but they do have these massive heads... And you're pretty sure that this thing could probably swallow Galvern, Roscoe, or Igris whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Sir Dragon. Uh, we so actually, I cut you off there, Igris, because you are uh, familiar at identifying male and female without secondary sexual characteristics. This is a female dragon. Ah, yes, sorry. Um, female presenting. Lady Dragon, uh, I have a bit of a puzzle that I would hope that you could uh, give us some insight into. You see, uh, this town here came across a town some ways away that, to first glance, appeared to be um, a town full of people that had been petrified in the middle of their day-to-day goings. Yet, when he asked for our help, we investigated and found that it was, in fact... Some kind of... I see, A child! <laughs> I see that it, we have found that it's clearly a some kind of um, model or made-up town. It's not real. Oh, uh, yes, that would be my art installation. Ah, there we go. So, uh, very good. So, yes, the concern was because of this paladin, he was afraid that there had been some, perhaps like a basilisk rampaging around the area, and he was worried that for the safety of others living in the region. But now that that has been cleared up, we can spread the word, and perhaps you should mark it with signs. It's very well done, I will say that. Oh, thank Uh, you very much. Very convincing. You know, I don't get many. My name is Zilong, by the way. And your name? Ah, yes. Uh, My name is Igris Stonehide. Uh, these are my companions, uh, Rovar, Roscoe, and Flint, and then I told you about Sir Gavern there, and his, uh, his, uh, r- rather, rather impressive steed, uh, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the name of the steed, but, uh, I'm 
sure that uh, Sir Gavron will be w- willing to tell you. Of course. Now, I, I don't get many guests. Would you like to come inside? Uh, well, uh, I have yes. no objections. Yes. I have no objections. Would it be fair to that th- this invitation extends to all of us? Of course. Ah, very well. Now, t- <laughs> hey, Hutch. She is uh, inviting us inside. Uh, I would it'd probably be best if we accepted invitation. It she seems very pleasant. Uh, the village was apparently an art installation. Oh, can you tell her she did a wonderful job? I'm oh, fairly I, certain. I, I, I do speak common. Oh, you did a wonderful job. I'm very sorry about that. I just assumed. I'm oh, sorry. That's all right. Uh, please come in. Come in. I'll, I'll cook something up. Thank you. I will give a polite bow as I head in. <laughs> All right. It's surprisingly. I told you. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's surprisingly cozy in here. All right. I mean, the the tunnels obviously are huge. Right. But, and and it's like a maze. She eventually leads you into this uh, large cavern, and the whole time you're heading downward. Probably 30 or 40 feet. More children! <laughs> the the room you're led into is, again, cozy. It looks like this is kind of like a general living area. And she kind of sets up this uh, fire pit, and you realize that there's actually a hole in the ceiling. Um, she says, I, I don't normally cook. Generally, I just eat what I find. Um, but I do have some things, and she gets the fire going. She sets up a uh, spit, and then she uh, she goes, please, please, make yourselves at home. And you see that there are some furs and things like that. Um, ma'am, would you like any help? Oh, no, no, no. You're my guests. Uh, and she leaves the room. For her, for her, it seems like this room would be kind of a a cozy size, but because she's easily twice the size of Rovarth, it's massive. It's a big room for you guys. Yeah. Whew. She seems very nice. Yes, quite indeed. Very hospital so far. Uh, and that yeah. is where we will call this session. Uh, does anybody have any pluggables? Once again, I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Both of the, both those are elvenly underscore e. Both the e's on the beginning and end are capitalized. And yeah, that's it. I do art. I retweet random things. Yeah. Have a good have a good time. <laughs> Jason? Okay. Something weird happened because I couldn't <laughs> hear anybody else but you. Well got anything you want to plug? No, not not the, this moment. Alrighty. Uh Jerry. Currently no, but hopefully something in this future. <laughs> Alright. Hunter? 
Well, uh, as always, I am going to plug my book, uh, Unbalanced Scales. You can find, search for it on Amazon. It's available in print and on the Kindle version, Unbalanced Scales by Hunter C. Royal, Royal with two L's. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, my author page is H. Campbell Royal, again, Royal with two L's. You can find me at HC, at HC Royal on Twitter. Um, the Facebook page is mostly me just posting bits about lore and blurb about writing um, and my Twitter page is mostly me um, posting things about my day-to-day life and dealing with writing and whatnot um, and uh, if you and also like to would like to plug my publishing company HCS publishing hat and cross steampunk um, we got a lot of different authors with different styles so I mean look them up they got the website at hcspublishing.com you know find something that you like there support uh you know, small artists. All right. I'm Eli Royal. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Royal Artisan Props, Royal with two L's. On there, I post a lot of my various cosplay prop work. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Royal Props, where I pick fights with Nazis. We hope you have a good day. Because that's what Steve Rogers wants you to do. That's true. Bye. 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 Farewell. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavic. You can find me on all social medias at AhoyLovey, that's A-H-O-Y-L-U-V-Y, and also on Twitch.